You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. I, you know, it's an interesting thing. They take the 25th fewest amount of threes. So they don't shoot a lot of threes. They shoot them well. 47%. When they shoot them. So. 37% of I, I, I think the concern. I'm going to go back to kind of where you started before, though, Ron. The Jazz are the number one team in the NBA in keeping people in the half court. And the Kings are the number one team in the league at getting in the fast break. Whoever wins that battle, I think determines points in the paint, determines everything tonight. Yeah, both games the Jazz have won. They've shot 53%. The one that they lost, 43%. Donovan Mitchell gets the opening tip with his bright orange shoes tonight. Takes him the right side. Donovan's been shooting it well. Drives on Buddy Heel. Gets caught in the air. Finds Rudy to the rack and he dunked it. Rudy Gobert with another lead leading dunk. The Jazz have dunked it more times than any team in the NBA. Donovan has the matchup unhealed. Fox is their lightning fast point guard. This is a half court set for the Kings. Bagley, their second pick of the draft, taken before Luka and before Trey Young. Given inside to Bielitsa, he'll turn with a little jump hook, short. Rebound comes down to Gobert. They're 22nd in the league in the half court. They're number two in transition. Rubio driving, swirling around his former teammate, Bielitsa, finds Rudy to the rim, reverse side, short. Bagley grabs the rebound in his neon yellow shoes. Out to Fox with a bandana flying over his shoulders. He works the right side of the floor. He prefers his left hand. The Jazz would like him on his right hand. They make him go right. He floats it up. No good. Rebounds tapped around. And Rubio has it. He's not great in the paint or in the mid-range. Fox isn't. He's an okay wide-open three-point shooter. Rubio gets himself in trouble and a reach-in foul on Fox. Fox will, to Ron's point, Fox will take eight shots a night in the paint. He's a 67% shooter at the rim. He's a 44% shooter in the paint. You get him into the long two range like the Jazz did just a moment ago, he's just 37%. Yeah. So if you blow up the half court action. And Rubio had a monster game in Sacramento the last time these two teams played. Drives, reach and foul on Fox. That's his second. And Rubio hits the bucket and two fouls on De'Aaron Fox in the opening moments. Fox with a bandage on his right hand. Last starts walking to the bench. Dave Yeager hasn't made a substitution plan yet, though. It's Yeager his. instead is sitting at half court, hands on hip, staring at Kevin Scott and Tony Brothers. He's trying to decide on what he wants to do. Is Fox clever enough, or good enough anyway, to stay on the floor and not foul? Well, he is consistent, just walked out, told Yeager two fouls. He's like, I don't care. Ingles intercepts a pass from Harrison Barnes. They acquired from Dallas. Cross court Mitchell. Ball fakes a catch and shoot three. Zoom drives the lane. They relent. He easily lays it up and in. Six nothing Utah. Boy. So concerned with Rudy Gobert and the lob. We'll give you the two, Donovan. We just don't want Rudy to dunk the basket. So much of the Jazz offense predicated by where Rudy is and his ability to warp it. I'm not sure. 
Beal eats it, driving. Crowder defends it well. Beal eats it, misses. Gobert with a rebound. 6 nothing Utah. Beal eats it, steps in on Crowder, tries to steal it, and fouls him. Sacramento played last night. They beat the Cleveland Cavaliers for their 39th win of the year. They're trying to get to 40 for the first time since 2006. Their head coach then, Rick Adelman. Wow. This time last year, David, 25 and 54. I tell you what, I thought they were going to be awful this year. Great tribute to all of them. Gobert rolling through the lane. Bagley stops his movement. And that's a player movement or freedom movement call. That's the fourth team foul. Four fouls here in what? What is that? Two out, two minutes and 15 seconds? Off to the side of a tired team. Yeah. Dave Yeager is at half court with Tony Brothers. Here's the first technical foul. <laughs> you know, a calculated oh, check, yeah. you think? He thought that was a tough whistle to start tonight. Yeah. Is there a coaching box Buddy Heald is working now as Ricky Rubio goes to the line. Makes the free throw. 7-0. It's the opposite of the Phoenix game. Jazz were down 10-0 and 15-2. Hopefully, we don't follow that same script. Ingles off a Gobert pick. Donovan flares out left. Joe will fire the three instead and hit. 10-0. Timeout, Dave Yeager. 19, now 20 of his last 35 in the last five ball game. Joe Ingles on fire from the three-point line. And the Jazz lead it 10-0 on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. Quinn Snyder. You know what Buddy Yield's been able to do? He plays so hard. It's, when we think of guys playing hard, you think of them playing hard on defense. And he plays so hard on offense. You know, the way he cuts and the way he works to get shots and, and attacks. And that, that's true of their whole team. I mean, you, they're not just fast. You know, they are that too. But but they play hard and they, they play together. Dave Yeager. And then as a guy who's being scouted every night, and now he's got to take his game to the next level of talk about what teams are doing to De'Aaron and what, what are teams doing to Buddy and those kinds of things and putting size guys on him, putting them small, quick guys on him, being, trying to be physical, trying to deny him the basketball. That is your sound flash brought to you by New Skin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover the best you at newskin.usa.com. Buddy Heald yet to make an impact tonight. Number three catch-and-shoot guy in the NBA. Pass up top to Bagley, who's playing the center. He'll try to attack Gobert, dive into him, put up a shot. No good. Tip follow, no. Tip follow again, no. Gobert snares the rebound. Here comes Crowder on the push. Ingles on the left side. Jay retreating. Jay fires the three. 13-0 Utah. That defensive stand back there by Rudy Gobert can go on the top of that album cover that Derek Gordino made as an example of why he is the defensive player of the year. Here's Bagley trying it another time, fouled and blocked by Rudy. And Rudy picking up the foul as Tony Brothers says he had one arm on the shoulder. This is the 18th time this year. See, the fans responding to that. I'm sorry. If yeah, you go, go ahead. ahead. But he responded it because Rudy says he blocked the shot, but his left hand looked like it was on the shoulder there of, of Bagley. That was the reason that the, the call was made. And Rudy might, have, like. Rudy might have even agreed. Bagley misses the free throw. This is the 18th time this year 
The Utah Jazz have led by 10 in the first quarter. That's a lot in well, an 82-game schedule. Well, you remember early in the year, they were very slow getting out of the blocks. The Jazz are 15-2 and two in those games. There are some teams that have done it more. I'll tell you in a moment who's done it the most. 13-1 to one as Bagley makes one of the free throws. Jazz leading it. 13-1. to one. Crowder, another three. No good. He made his first one tonight, though. Yeah. Well, You know how often I think he makes his first one, Ron? How often, Dave? 33% of the time. Yeah. Buddy Heald, pull-up jumper in the mid-range. No good. Rubio knocks the rebound away from Bagley. Gobert is running right down the middle of the floor. Second guy threw his Crowder, and Go Rubio throws the pass behind him and out of bounds. Yeah, that's the reason Donovan should have slowed up a little bit, let Jay Crowder get through, and then Donovan would have been wide open. Darren Fox, mid-range, long two. No good. That's not a good shot for him. Foul on the rebound. Bielitsa got inside a Crowder. Tepo, Tabo Cephalosha will check in. Jay Crowder picks up the foul. Gauging, watching Crowder run. Running very, very hard. So maybe that thigh is oh, just... Oh, good point. Yeah, he was running very, very hard, especially on that break. Kings are 0 for 3 at the rim and 0 for 4 in the mid-range. Kings will take a lot of mid-range shots. Bagley, who's had a fabulous second half of the season, making that draft pick seem like it made sense, turns it over here. Rebound, or loose ball to Gobert. Picked up by Ingles. Lob ahead to Rudy. At the rim, Bagley blocks it, but catches it out of bounds. Yeah, Rudy trying to keep it away from Bielitsa and puts it right in front of Bagley for the easy block. Ingles inbounding. Usually they'll run a play to the corner, which they didn't this time. It sets up hop to high to Gobert. Ingles comes back to get it. Tabo pops out left side. Had a good shooting night the other night in Phoenix. Tabo slides to the basket. Reverse layup short. Bagley with the rebound. Bagley's been averaging close to a double-double. He was injured for a while. Played 20 minutes the other night. Here's Heald in the oh, open floor, and Rubio gonna, fouls him. This is going to be a closely called ball game, it looks like. Well, the foul early obviously went all... The Jazz direction. Kings have yet to hit a field goal still. They're 0 for 7 with 7.49 left here in the first quarter. It's 13 to 1 Utah. Speed does that, doesn't it? It does. Healed. Ball fakes Donovan. Gets by him to the window. Gobert eradicates it. Picked up by Donovan. Out to Rubio near side. In and out dribble to the rim with the foul. He'll get two free throws. But he got a Charlie horse right on the thigh. And is coming back. Got a knee to knee or knee to thigh. And Fox picks up his third foul. And that injury, David, hurts. You can play with it, but tomorrow this is talking from experience. Is this tomorrow? Not tomorrow. It might be tonight where you get hit in that same spot. Oh. And it hurts worse. Believe me, I've had that before. You hope he didn't go knee to knee. That's, I haven't seen the replay yet. Free throw's not good. That's two misses for him tonight. Yogi Farrell checks in as De'Aaron Fox goes out with three fouls. Rubio now standing behind the three-point line, hands on knees. Ingles pats him twice on the back. Rubio back to the free-throw line, clearly in pain. Takes a deep breath, fires the next free-throw and makes it. Let's see how well he moves back the other way. He's doing a little extra kind of, you know, butt kicks, as they call them, with his legs trying to free up that muscle. 14-1 to one Utah. Harrison Barnes playing the small forward 
here for Sacramento after being traded for Dallas. Bagley will take a 16-footer and miss. And Sacramento has started the night 0 for 9. Cephalosha boards. Donovan to the front court. The orange shoes as bright as they can be. Working inside the lane to the window. Easy layup. They're so worried about Gobert, they're just letting you get to the rim. Farrell pushing quickly. Sacramento plays the most in transition. And Bielitsa fouled by Cephalosha. Oh, my goodness. That's, That's what I mean by this game. Is no kidding. Tabo wants to know, what in the heck did I do? DeRosa? That I mean, what is that? How, how is that a foul? He turned and swirled into his body. Tabo stepped back. I mean, there's just no way. But they've got the foul calls even now, so maybe that's what mattered. 16 to 1 is the score. Bielitsa will go to the line. Last year, Bielitsa called Ricky Rubio landlord. Bielitsa was in Minnesota. He and his wife and new baby rented Ricky Rubio's old place in Minnesota. <laughs> Usually he calls him best friend. But now he's his, his landlord. Huh? Get someone good? come cut the grass, please. I got a leak. Yeah. 16 to 3. Jazz lead it. Jazz have 6-10 for the field. Sacramento's 0 of 9. Donovan guarded by Buddy Heal. Comes off a pick to his left side. Two defenders to him. He keeps the dribble alive. Cross-court pass to Ingles. Joe Ball fakes a three. Calmly working. Pocket pass to Gobert. Caught in traffic. Slides by and is fouled. Sacramento is an overshift team. Similar to, say, Oklahoma City in Denver. And the weakness of that defense is the amount of weak side threes you allow. Sacramento allows 25% or is 25th in the league in, or 27th in the league in threes allowed. The Jazz are ninth in the league in threes taken. So we should see, you know, in this day and age, 35 three attempts or so from the Jazz tonight. Gobert makes the free throw. The other thing that's happened, frankly, is they're so worried about Rudy at the rim that if the Jazz can get through the defense right now, they are getting right to the window for easy layups. And it's so obvious that, that that's what they're so concerned with by what they're giving up right now. Well, Marvin Bagley's not known as a defensive wizard. He was better. He's gotten better in the second half of the season defensively than he was in the first half, but he he sometimes is not really there defensively. Costa Kufis, former Jazz man in the game. Here's Heald. Catch and shoot. Straightaway three. Got it. Third best in the NBA. Came her off a curl. Caught it. Immediately went up with it. 18-6. First field goal of the night at the 6-28 mark. Donovan. High arcing three. No good. And the Kings clear. And they want transition. But the Jazz get him into a half-court set. Barnes drives the right side. Takes a mid-range shot over Gobert and hits. They'll come at you. They're going to score a lot. 18-8 to eight is the score. Joe Ingles conducting the offense. Ricky Rubio went out after getting hit in the leg. Royce O'Neal's back in the game. Joe Ingles drives, gets it stripped away. Turnover. Barnes with the steal. Outlet to Bagley. Back is Donovan. Euro steps to the rack and airballs it and catches it himself. That's a travel. Nice job by Donovan. He kind of feigned at him, and he wasn't quite sure what Donovan was going to do, but he did know that 27 was lurking behind him, and so he needed to react quickly, and that caught him off balance. Grayson Allen comes in the game for Joe Ingles, so without Howell Neto and maybe without Ricky Rubio here for a little while, Grayson Allen will be the backup. Grayson coming off the best game of his career in Phoenix. 
Huge night of games in the NBA, both Eastern Conference, which is actually interesting, somewhat out of the way, you know, worst chefs in America is interesting. Uh, Grayson, left-hand drive into Kufitz, floats it high off the glass and in. Can he become instant offense off the bench for the Jazz? Right now, maybe that G League experience got him going. I I just really think Ronnie's... He's got to get aggressive and play hard. And I, I think he lost that somewhere with all the stuff that went on at Duke. Buddy Heel working. Free throw line step back. Good. Buddy Heel. Buddy Heel has had a much better career in Sacramento than DeMarcus Cousins did in New Orleans. It was a steal of a trade for Vlade Divac. Donovan crossing over Heel. Gives to Gobert at the top of the key. Royce O'Neal. Gets a fake handoff. Now he gives it to Donovan. Donovan turns the corner. The defense drops back. Donovan floats it off balance. Harrison Barnes saves the rebound to Heald. Here come the Kings. Working right to left in their purple uniforms with gray sides. And Heald will just rise and fire and off the bounce. Three no good. Out hustle Allen for the rebound. Throw up a wild shot off the side of the glass that ricochets to the corner. Bagley has it. Eight on the clock. Bagley driving at Gobert. Off the glass and in. Fabulous play by Marvin Bagley the third. Wow. That is what has them fired up about the six foot 11, 234 pound rookie out of Duke. 9 2 run. Quinn Snyder wants a timeout. It's 20 to 12 Jazz on the Jazz Radio Network. The Sacramento Kings look for win number 40 for the first time since 2006. The Utah Jazz want their 12th win in 13 games. And the Jazz lead at 20 to 12. They led by as many as 13 to nothing. The Jazz have, Ron said points in the paint was what he was going to watch tonight. Well, right now it's 10 to 2. Well, as long points as it stays like that in favor of the Jazz, then a huge advantage there for, for, the, for the Jazz. That means that they're getting back as the game plan was set out to be protected rim keep them from getting to the hole but rudy's got a great job once they have two block shots already and he's changed a couple of shots there all right every eastern conference team battling for a playoff spot but brooklyn plays tonight we'll keep an eye on that houston portland denver portland denver playing each other play tonight we'll keep an eye on those so we'll be checking around the league donovan in the lane right hand floater no good that is not a shot that's going down for him recently you know that play that they run for rudy that that was first play of a ball game they've been getting a lot up the spacing is getting pretty bad on that. They, that. they just ran it then, got nothing out of it. Yogi Farrell played at Indiana, pull up jumper, top of the key, no good. Rebound Donovan, long outlet Grayson. Grayson going to the window, scores it. Boyan Banyanovic in the game, let him go by. Jazz lead it 22 12. Rubio got hit and is out, is not on the bench. Got hit in the leg. Neto is out tonight, so Jazz point guardless again. Costa Kufis, right-hand awkward hook from 13 feet out is good. The Ohio State product Jazz. Greece of Greek origin. Jazz draft pick back in 2008. Right side O'Neal breaks the 45, kicks to Cephalosha. Three ball, good for Tabo. The way he was shooting it before the ball game in his workout, David, got the feeling he was going to have a good night. 25-14. Bojanovic off a Kufis pick. Gobert shadows him. Gobert goes out to the wing with him. He goes behind the back, tries to step back, rotates. Rudy reaches in and touches him on the chest. That's a foul. Second foul on Rudy at the nine-minute mark here in the quarter. Epe Udo will... Epe Udo will check in. All right, let's check in on Houston 
hosting New York. This should be our one and only check-in on this game tonight. 79-49. Gordon out front. Straightaway three on the way, and that's good. Eric Gordon is second three of the quarter. He now has uh, 13 We don't points. need to check on that ever again all night. 79-49 were the first words I heard out of Craig Ackerman. So Houston is blowing out New York as we'd expect. Portland and Denver tip off at 8.30 our time in Denver. That's the late ESPN game. That's probably the most important game for us tonight. And don't forget, they play, talking about Portland, play yep. the Denver Nuggets back-to-back. So if they could lose them both, that'd be wonderful if we keep winning. Yeah. If that were to happen, if Portland were to lose them both and we were to win out, we would surpass Portland, have the tiebreaker, we would get home court advantage. 25-15. Grayson Allen aggressively off the Kyle Korver shot. Fires the three and hits. That's the Kyle Korver play. Yeah. And he's thinking, when I come off that screen, I'm firing it. He's got seven points. Because he's open. Farrell drives on Allen. Allen goes up with him. Fouls him. Farrell finishes. Well, that'll be the next question is if he can guard somebody that's not named Jimmer Fredette. Farrell got by him. 12 fouls been called so far in this ball game. First quarter. Joe Ingles checks back in. Jazz second units really had a hard time scoring without Corver and Favors until Grayson Allen got it going the other night. Maybe Grayson can do the same thing tonight. 28-17 is the score. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you had a wonderful week. We're really glad to have you with us. Grayson had 10 points at the half. He's got seven now. Mark Miller Subaru wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why I developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional customer service. Come experience our commitment to Promise Price. At either location, start your purchase at markmillersubaru.com. We know you'll love the experience. Here's Grayson, left-hand dribble, gets into the paint, jump stops, throws it off of Bogdanovich, gets it back, finds a cutting O'Neal, kick out to Cephalosha. He breaks the 45 for a mid-range floater, no good. Udo taps the rebound back to O'Neal. Jazz have it. Ingles left side. Ingles fires the three. Ingles misses. Rebound comes down to the Kings. They try to push. Jazz have five guys back. Jazz get him into a half-court possession. Farrell on the right side. Kings are the best team in the league in transition, or the most common team in the league in transition. Bogdanovich, cross-court pass. Corey Brewer fires the three. It's off the glass. No good. And the rebound comes down to Ingles. In the half court, the Kings rank 22nd. Udo through the lane, cross-court pass to O'Neal, rotates Grayson Allen, three ball, got it! 10 for Grayson. Boy, that is a great sign. I mean, that is like... Well, I mean, his biggest wonderful. problem, frankly, is he was the ball wasn't going in earlier, right? Down low, Costa Kufis slides by the defense. Allen has 10 of his last 13 shooting. 31-20 Jazz. High pick and roll, Ingles throws it back up top, stolen by Bialica. Bialica gives it to Farrell. Farrell trying to jitterbug, retreats back out with a right hand dribble. He's little, under six feet tall. Bounces to Bialica, he'll play in the post a little bit. Works on Cephalosha, steps through, awkward shot, no good. Rebound to Udo, it's not his strength. Left hand drive by Joe, gets caught again, knocked away by Brewer. Slides by the defense, misses the layup, and he's fouled. 31-20, Jazz by 11. With all the games that are going on right now, I have a few of them sending me alerts, Ron. One of them I'm keeping an eye on is the Pistons in Oklahoma City. That's the one we'll follow as well. Blake Griffin has eight three-pointers tonight. And he's nursing an injury 
surprised that he's playing. For well, the they're most trying part. to make the playoffs. We'll be hearing more from Blake possibly later tonight, I think. And there's a because I'm just going. Ricky Rubio update. Ricky Rubio left quad contusion will not return. So the Jazz are now Sans point guards again. No Exum, no Rubio, and no Neto. That is brought to you by our friends over at the University of Utah Health, taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Visit uofuhealth.org slash jazz. Ingles, one of the two free throws. Half court set, Bogdanovich, bad pass, turnover. Ingles on the far side. Ingles cross court pass to Allen. Ball fakes a three, takes one dribble to his left, fires and hit again! Oh, he's levitating, going back the other way! He's got that red circle that E-Gamers have! Oh, Grayson Allen! Five for five and 13 points. Deep three by Bielitsa, no good. Ingles rebounds. 35-20 Utah shot clock and game clock separated by five seconds. The crowd's gonna go bananas for Grayson when this quarter comes to an end. Grayson goes to the right corner. Ingles has the ball up on the left side. Joe comes off the Udo pick, drives in the lane, fakes it, drives, misses the layup, rebound, tip, Kufus has it. Seven seconds left, Farrell on the push, Udo retreating, Farrell will rise and fire for three and airball it. And the Jazz will end the first quarter leading it. 35 to 20 behind 13, Grayson Allen, first quarter points on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Ingles on the far side. Ingles cross court pass to Allen. Ball fakes a three, takes one dribble to his left, fires and hit again. He's levitating, going back the other way. He's got that red circle that E-Gamers have. Oh, Grayson Allen. Five for five and 13 points. Jazz lead it by 15. That's your game summary brought to you by America First. The finest in financial services. Visit AmericaFirst.com. Kings get into a half-court set and turn it over. Jazz keep the Kings in the half court. You're dealing with the 22nd best offense in the league. If you get them in the open court, you're dealing with the second best offense in the league. That's why they just felt like that they could blow up that half court game. They had something going with it. Jazz injury riddled. Rubio started the game injured and was not returned. Grayson Allen drives, gets caught in the air. Slides by Kufis, hangs, puts it off the window and scores. Grayson Allen is six for six. And already he surpassed his season high of 14. Does that say Grayson Allen or Grayson Al Star on the back of his shirt? Sorry, that was bad. Grayson with a steal. Grayson in the open court. Step through to the rim. Layup. No good. But we got a goaltend. Even when he misses, it counts. Grayson Allen is 7 of 7 with 17 points. And Dave Yeager wants a timeout. Grayson Allen is seven for seven with three three-pointers and 17 points. Wow, timeout on the floor on the Jazz Radio Network. Forty years of Utah Jazz basketball. Starting it forward for North Carolina State is Daryl Big T. 
Here comes Mr. Trouble, Thurl Bailey, North Carolina State. He's tough, huh? Oh, boy, he six is 11. my pick for six man. Stockton bounds the ball to Thurl Bailey in the air. Jump shot, Andrew, three-footer, no good. He gets it back, puts up a three-footer, and scores it. Nice play by Thurl. They're tied. They can take the lead. Stockton holds it up. Takes it in low to Bailey. Turns it with the right hand, hook shot, and scores over Kareem right in his face. Stockton, here you are. Thinking. Down low to Bailey. Cross the middle. Cross with the hook. He got it. Thurl Bailey, 40 years of jazz basketball. So lucky to have him on our broadcast as well. Fox comes back in the game. He's got three fouls early in this game in the first quarter. He played just four minutes, but he'll return. Jazz come out with Joe Ingles, Grayson Allen, Tabo Cephalosha, George Niang, and Epe Udo. I'm pretty certain this five has never played together all year. Epe Udo picking up a quick foul. Costa Kufis trying to post up on Udo. Here's Bielitsa, big step to the basket, floats it and scores it over Cephalosha. 39-22, 30-point bow, brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray, and Lexus of Linden, inviting test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile today. Here's George Niang, gives to Udo, fakes the hand up, now gives it to Allen, tries to bounce it back to Udo, but that's a turnover. Fox on the run, Fox in the open court, Allen knocks it away, and a tripping foul on Grayson Allen. A little firmer through the crowd. So Grayson Allen has 13 in the quarter. The only guys that have scored 13 in the quarter this year for the Jazz are the five starters. And that's going to be Grayson Allen's second foul. And no, that tripping foul was not intentional. No, it was a backwards trip. It would have been really awesome if, it was, if he could do that <laughs> intentionally. He'd be really talented. Jazz lead at 39-22. Just a moment ago was their largest lead. They started the game on a 13-0 run. Fox. Left-hand drive at Allen. Tough matchup for Grayson. Drives into him. Float misses. Great defense. Fox slow to get up. Arguing the call. Joe Ingles. Left side of the floor. Bounces to Udo from the dotted line. He pushes it up and in. Epe Udo was very solid the other night. Here come the Kings. Immediately up your... Right back up at you, into the post is Bagley, tries to turn on Udo, tries to overpower him, misses inside. Niang taps the rebound and controls it. Jazz by 19 with 10 minutes left in the second quarter. Joe Ingles to the front court, he's already got six assists. He works with the left-hand dribble, turns it over. Corey Long outlet pass behind Bagley, Cephalosha lets it go out of bounds. Jazz ball. Now how about that pass? Well, they just throw outlet passes. Yeah. 41-22 Utah. So if he was a wide receiver with that pass, you would say he did. He ran the wrong route. Yeah, or he played for the Raiders. Right. Oh, David. Bay Area reference. Grayson, ball fakes, flips it up. Cephalosha is open for three. Bypasses, goes right down the middle of the boulevard and lays it up and in. Only in downtown Sacramento can you have that little traffic and an easy layup for Tabo Cephalosha. Fox beats Niang to the basket and lays it up and in. 43-24, Jazz by 19. Jazz led by 15 at the end of one. Here's Ingles driving, back in the lane, puts the left-hander up. He's missed that shot tonight a few times. One for four. Banyanovic, Grayson retreating, puts his chest into him. Banyanovic layup, no good. Rebound Niang. Jazz running back the other way at him. Niang leading the break. The minivan's rolling. Minivan hits the brakes, kicks it back out to Allen. Grayson at the top, guarded by Banyanovic. Grayson, a little high with a dribble, trying to work off Udo. Looks tired, actually. Puts up a high floater and in. Grayson Allen is 8 for 8 with 19 points. You know, he's been averaging 9 minutes a game. The season high minutes is 27. I get the feeling that's going to fall tonight. The Elitza 
Misses the three. Jazz by 21. 8.34 left in the second. High pick and roll. Niang taps it to Cephalosha. Driving into the body of the defense. Finds Udo. Reverse side layup. Good. 47-24. Sacramento's prime for a hockey line change right now the way they're playing. Well, Quinn Snyder asking Donovan, Royce, and Crowder are ready to check in. That, they want, they're want they talking to Quinn about who it should be. Mid-range jumper for Fox is off the glass and in, and he may have just turned an ankle. Well, they give up 114 points a ball game. Well, they've been 19th in the league defensively for the last 10 and 19th for the season. So Joe Ingles off the bounce three straight away. Swish, man, he is feeling it. Joe Ingles, 46% from three in the last 10 games. Jazz 50, Kings 26. Fox, Udo steps out on him, lob down low to Bagley, underhand scoop to the cutting Corey Brewer. Quinn calls a timeout. I think some guys were gassed out there. A lot of minutes and a great run for a bunch of guys, namely Grayson Allen with 19. Jazz lead it 50 to 28 on the Jazz Radio Network. Led by Grayson Allen's 19 points, the Jazz lead 50 to 28. Let's check in on Detroit and Oklahoma City. And Blake Griffin fires a three and hits it from the left sideline, and it's 84-81. Pistons lead by three. Blake's ninth triple. Wow. Nine triples for Blake Griffin. That is our 30-point bell brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray, and Lexus of Linden, inviting you to test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile. Detroit leading that one. Blake Griffin's over 40 tonight. Wow. There's been a bunch of important games. Charlotte won at home tonight against Toronto. They're 10th in the East, seemingly out of it, but that kind of a win just changes things a little bit. I'll update you on the rest. High pick and roll between Donovan and Gobert. Grayson Allen's out of the game. Donovan at the top, drives with the left hand, gets into the teeth of defense, fakes a pass with his right hand, switches it back to his left, and lays it up and in. 52-28. Orlando blew out Atlanta tonight, 149-113. That's a big win for the Magic, who came into the night eighth in the Eastern Conference. Fading back, Harrison Barnes playing ISO Barnes in the right baseline, he scores it. Jay Crowder, transition early three, no. Rebound comes down to heel. I wonder what Jay Crowder shoots on the sh- during the shot clock. Heald, step back right side, no good. O'Neal, they're back. Sacramento plays enough possessions that a 22-point lead could evaporate. They're not playing enough defense for a 22-point lead to evaporate. Right block, Gobert rolling with the left hand, too hard off the window, he goes down. Not injured, just goes down. Bagley rebounds, leads the break, throws a pass off the glass, it comes to Niang. It was intended for Bielitsa. Outlet to O'Neal. O'Neal comes right down the middle, kicks to Crowder in the right corner. Three ball, no way. Rebound comes down to Gobert. This might be one of those Jay shooting nights. He's one for four, and the last two have not been close. Well, when you play fast and it... Farrell drives in the lane, pass down low to Bagley. Jazz to a great switch in the paint. Niang comes down and knocks it away. We heard Quinn Snyder talking today to the guys. They call it late black, which is a late switch in the paint where the big goes to the ball handler and the guard has to slide back. 
And the Jazz have gotten very good at that recently, and there was one right there. Crowder puts up a high floater, no good, but Gobert takes it out of the air and dunks it. Jay was nice enough to miss that by a significant amount so that it was no question it wasn't going to hit the rim. You could claim he tried to pass it if you were really being generous. Well, it was high enough off the glass. <laughs> you get the impression that it was, but... Well, he missed by enough that you could certainly make that claim. Yeah. The elites it driving. Niang reaches in, knocks it away. Well, this wonderful world we live in means that when you suddenly have a thought about something, you can generally kind of go find it. Let's see if I know where to go find it. Get it back to Jay Crowder while you're looking for that. When you play fast and he has to shoot fast, yep. I don't think he shoots a good, a good percentage. Can I tell you, I think that might be more accurate than what I said. The lower the shot clock goes, the less well he shoots, as do most players. He shoots 38% early in the shot clock, 36, 37, 37% or so before 15 in the shot clock. He shoots 34% in the middle of the shot clock, and he shoots 24% in the final seven seconds of the shot clock. So I was wrong. Right side, Niang drives at the 45, gives inside to Gobert. They got three guys there. He stepped through all of them and then just rose up with a two-hand hammer. Wow. Eight points for Rudy and another dunk. Did we say how many dunks he has? We have not tonight. tonight. We have not done 56, that. 56-31, most ever in a season since they counted for it. Healed, catch and shoot three, no good. Offensive rebound, Bagley. Powers up through Gobert and scores it. Marvin Bagley did this when we saw him early in the year. He'd have two or three of these athletic plays that just let you know why he was drafted where he was and what's in there. And then recently, he's actually been really quite good. Donovan, left elbow pull-up jumper, swish, net barely moved. Well, Rudy's is probably going to get over 300 dunks. That's a crazy he's number. At, he's at 292 right now. That is well, a crazy number. No, he's at 294 right now. Buddy Heel driving, or Yogi Ferrell does a little curly kneel to stay on his feet. Gives the heel. Nice defense by O'Neal. He'll take the three and hit. Man. Boy, he, he has a touch. He is a special shooter. Crowder going the other way. Quickly misses the layup. Jay's one of six tonight. 58-36. Bagley with it. Bagley, in the month of March, averaged 18 points and eight rebounds a game. Jazz ball after the ball went out of bounds, originally given to the Kings. Look at Bagley's numbers. It's pretty, Ron, he opened the year 12 points, 13 points, 11 in December, January 13, all of a sudden February 18, March 19 points a game. His rebounding numbers came with him. February was 18 and nine, and March he was 19 and eight. George Niang, three ball, good. Well, we said the Jazz might get off 35-43s tonight. They have 13 so far, and they've made eight of them. Well, now 61-36, Jazz. Taking in front of Doncic, right? Bagley was to and Trey Young. Yeah. Trey Young makes a little sense. Buddy Hill tries to go for a layup around. Gobert hits the bottom of the glass. Rebound comes out to O'Neal. Alley-oop to Donovan. They missed the opportunity. And O'Neal throws it away instead. Sorry, I thought I saw something coming. Here's Heal going coast to coast. O'Neal meets him at the apex. Block the shot. Now he throws a baseball outlet to Rudy. Rudy leads the break. Gets to the free throw line. Fakes the pass to Crowder. Gives it back to Niang. Finds Crowder again. Down low. Layup good. We have a massive palindrome, people. It is 63-36. Utah just continues to blow people out. 
Frank Layden always believed in point differential. If you believe in that, you believe in this team. Harrison Barnes, ISO Barnes, left side, no good. Crowder taps the rebound to Gobert, outlets to Donovan, hands it behind for Crowder, three ball, no good. Long rebound, Crowder throws it up to the basket, wanting a foul, got it. Utah 63, Sacramento 36. The impressive thing on Sacramento is since they've been knocked out of the playoffs, they had not let go into the not let go of the rope. They have tonight. It's amazing. He's going to get two shots out of this. Huh? Free throw, good by Crowder. Don't really know what went down with Willie Cauley Stein, but they sure miss him. Out for personal re- reasons. Which is a really wonderful thing for teams to do because the minute you say that, the media can't ask. Yes, they can't right? start digging. and. Evidently, it's a family issue according to the local NBC sports station in Sacramento. But the fa- well, that's the old way of... Well, the way things are going, this might be one of those ball games where you don't take a chance with Crowder's thigh contusion and, well, obviously Rubio's out for the rest of the ball game. Colley Stein never made it here. He played last night, didn't get on the charter. According to people, the little turmoil he's been in in Sacramento had nothing to do with him not making it. Ingles swings to Crowder right side. Gobert's deep in the post on Costa, and Costa fouls him. The post and up Rudy. I'll tell you what, this is where Quinn Snyder is really a great head coach. He knows Rudy loves to post up. Rudy loves to do these things. So you're up 65-38, and you give the guy. Rudy does all, leads the league in screen assists, leads the league in all the things that don't get a lot of love. Screen right? assists and points off screen assists. And so what do you do? When you're up 65-38, you go give the big guy some touches inside and let him try it. Jazz inbound to Donovan, 13 on the shot clock, leading 65-38. He goes away from the Gobert pick, all the way to the window, high arc or no, Rudy offensive rebound, back up and in, plus the foul. How good are you? Ron, I'm gonna gonna dig into some geeky numbers since it's 67-38. So remember when you and I created points gained to the stat so that we could try to figure out why Kyle Korver was so good for Atlanta many years back? When you and I created that? Well, okay, so I created it, and you were with me on the plane when I had my epiphany moment, was all fired up and loved it and all that kind of stuff. The number one guy in the league this year is Giannis. The number two guy in the league is James Harden. The number three guy in the league is Steph Curry. The number four guy in the league is Kevin Durant. That all makes sense, right? Yes. You know who the fifth most influential offensive player in the NBA is this year? It's got to be Rudy. It's Rudy Gobert. Kufis driving. Gobert blocked it with a left hand. He went go-go gadget. Here come the Jazz the other way. Donovan gives it off to Royce. Royce swirls it back to Ingles with 145 left up by 30. Joe with a left-hand dribble. Joe into the lane. Joe double-team tries to wrap around to Gobert. Farrell knocks it out of bounds. So we don't think of Rudy as an offensive player, but in his 11 possessions a night, he's shooting 70%. He's dunking everything. If people could dunk like him, they would every play. But guys can't grab offensive rebounds and just dunk them all the time. Inbound, Ingles, right corner, three, swirls out. 30-point lead here at the half. 130 left in the second. Buddy healed, right side to Farrell. Jazz are playing with some intensity. Farrell driving, reverse side layup is good. That's a good read by Yogi Farrell. Rudy released, and he saw it. 
Fox may have turned an ankle and may or may not return. Here's Rudy rolling to the basket, fouled by Kufus. Now Rudy goes to the line. Rudy has 11 points tonight on seven shots. And with that kind of percentage, that's the reason he leads the league in field goal percentage. Well, uh, Connor Varney, who is our resident stat geek, even maybe more than me, is our broadcast assistant tonight. And he just handed me a note. Like, it's intuitively obvious, but Rudy Gobert gets the highest shot quality of any player in the NBA. Right? So Rudy's shots are the best of any player in the league. But the reason is because Rudy can get those and other people can't. Quinn's a large part of that. Donovan's ability, Ricky Rubio's. Yes, it takes a system and players to get him the ball. Where Harden, you don't need anything. You remember at the beginning but of the, the year, David. the impact is not that different. When we were watching the Jazz work on that lob and, and the push shot in the middle of the paint. First day of training camp was all high passes. Buddy healed three, no good. Kufa's offensive rebound and good. He threw Rudy out of the way. Rudy is upset he didn't get the call on Costa. Tony Brothers like, I've given you every call all night. What are you yelling <laughs> me for this for? Donovan comes across the half court with bright orange shoes. He bounces to Ingles at the elbow. They slide off. Joe goes behind the three-point line. High, hard bounce pass to Donovan. Gives it to his buddy Royce for a three. No good. Rebound Bagley on the far side. Corner three rebounds are almost always on the far side. Buddy Heald crosses over Royce in the lane. Gobert's there, forces him to miss. Bagley grabs the offensive rebound, back up, missed it again. Why? Because there's a seven foot two French monster in the middle. 69-42. T- Costa Kufus may have just turned an ankle. It's five on four right now. What's going on? Kufus is on the, they foul Ingles. Kufus is on the bench. So he just turned an ankle. Aaron Fox will not return, we're being told. League rules say we got to finish this one, right? Yeah, you can't forfeit unless you have, well, you can't start the ball game with less than eight players. You can finish with less than eight. Well, they're getting there. Do we have any updates we want to go to quickly? All right, Oklahoma City leads Detroit 105 to 100 with seven minutes left. Blake Griffin has 44 tonight. Paul Russell Westbrook has guaranteed himself a third straight year averaging a triple-double. Ingles misses the first free throw. Here's what Dave Yeager said about Joe Ingles before the game. I'm a huge Joe Ingles fan. I think he's just a, the most probably underrated player in our league. Uh, great defender. If, they, if every coach says he's the most underrated player in the league, is he still underrated? Great point, David. And at what point when you're making $14 million are you not underrated? <laughs> that would be my other There's note. some value when you're making that kind of money. Absolutely. 70 to 42. Clearly, we didn't underrate him. Farrell rolls to his right, hesitates, gets by Udo, drives to the basket, Udo fouls him. Rudy had two fouls, so he went out of the game there. Jazz 70, Sacramento 42. Jazz are 57% from the field. Eight of 16 from three. Sacramento is not. Sacramento is shooting 37%. Let's go check in on that Thunder Detroit game as Yogi Farrell makes the first free throw. 8.28 to go, 103.98 Thunder. And a Schroeder with a basketball. Schroeder on the attack. Pulls up in the paint and hits. 105-98, Oklahoma City. Detroit needs that win badly. 
Donovan going coast to coast at the horn layup. No, I think it was goaltended. Joe Ingles is arguing the same thing I did. That ball was goaltended. But they cannot review it unless they call the goaltending. What, did it hit the backboard first? Or? No. Well, let's see. See a replay on that. I don't think we'll get a replay on that. They cannot review it unless they call goaltending. Well, that ball was high and then got hit. But otherwise, Jazz were, had everything go their way. They lead it 70-44. to 44 at the half on the Jazz Radio Network. The Sacramento Kings look for win number 40 for the first time since 2006. The Utah Jazz want their 12th win in 13 games. Jazz completely dominating this one 70-44. The only bad side of this is players are dropping like flies on both sides. De'Aaron Fox is out for the night with foot soreness. So's Costa Kufis. So's Ricky Rubio for the Jazz. So we'll set the lineups for you as we get underway. Harrison Barnes playing ISO in the left block. Turns, spins, blocked by O'Neal. Out of bounds off Gobert. That's a bad call. Oh, you need help. Ask for help. Are you telling me that already? We've only been on the air for like 30. Oh, you're talking about the official. Yeah. Oh. I thought you were telling me I needed help. Yeah, you do need (laughs) need help as well. 70 to 44. They don't fix the call. Inbound to Bielitsa. Good catch and shoot. Three-point shooter on the left side, and he buries it. Bielitsa spent the last few years in Minnesota, signed a bizarre offseason in Sacramento. He actually originally signed with Philadelphia, then signed in Europe, and then signed in Sacramento. He has faded, though, as the year has gone on. He was unbelievable early. 70-46, to the score here. I'll recap how this all came down, but the Jazz lead it, and a foul on the left side on Buddy Heald. Jazz open up with Donovan Mitchell, Royce O'Neal. Joe Ingles, Jay Crowder, and Rudy Gobert. Jazz are without Ricky Rubio, Derek Favors, and Kyle Korver, and Howell Neto tonight. Mid-block left, right on the Jazz note. Donovan with his bright orange shoes and his white tights. Shows the ball too much to heel, who knocks it away, but Gobert recovers. Hands it back to Donovan. Right-hand dribble into the lane. Tries to lob it up to Rudy. He does. He catches in reverse jams. Oh, Rudy. Nice to have a nine-foot-seven standing reach when they just throw it up to the rim, isn't it? Here's Farrell, played at Indiana, was non-drafted. Puts up a floater on the right side. Rebound comes down to Donovan. Chest ahead to Ingles. Four on three break. Joe calmly works the left side of the floor above the three-point line, waiting for the pick from Gobert. Drives, finds Rudy in traffic, steps through, blocked and fouled. You see why they're so concerned about Rudy. Once he gets it to the paint, they're that close. You can just throw it up to the rim. Who's going to go up and get it? Bagley at six foot eleven. Well, that was what's so interesting about the Donovan play, Ron, is that Rudy and Bagley were both just standing there, and Donovan threw it up. Rudy realized it was a pass. Bagley thought it was a shot, went into rebounding position, and then Rudy just jammed it. Free throw from O'Neal is no good. Rudy had made 29 of his last 49 free throws. Excuse me, sorry, from Gobert. What was his number, Ron? 29 of 49 before tonight. That's not superb. But not bad for Rudy. And he misses both of those. And he misses both. Four of seven tonight, 14 points. And that pass to Donovan, from Donovan anyway. He's been averaging five assists a game here in the last five. O'Neal with bright yellow shoes defending Farrell. Pocket pass inside to Bagley and Gobert blocked it. Rudy's having an incredible night. Here comes Royce on the right side. Finds Crowder breaking at the 45. Cut off, retreats back out. They're trying to reward Rudy, frankly. 
Crowder, ball fakes a three. Bielitsa knocks it out of bounds. Crow- I think Crowder wanted to get Rudy as the guy who just blocked the shot to give him the reward back. Pulled out instead of driving because it's not like Yogi Ferrell and his six-foot stance was going to stop Jay Crowder. That's the third block there for Rudy. He's been averaging just under three of all game. High pick and roll, seven on the shot clock. Donovan comes off, Gobert flares up top to Joe. Feet set, ball wet, splash! Utah 75, Sacramento 46. Jazz with their ninth three tonight. Each three is a $50 donation by the Huntsman Cancer Research to the Huntsman Cancer Research Foundation, courtesy of Mountain America. Visit macu.com. They're on the verge of another $100 night. Left side, Bielitsa. Too much airspace. He fires and hits. Bielitsa opened the year, shooting 52% for the opening two months, then to 37. In the last two months, he's at 32%. How so about he's this? He's one of the few not high draft picks on this team. Well, when you... Um, Ron haven't won 40 games since 2006. You get a lot of high draft picks. Joe Ingles, left side three is good, and the Jazz have their 10th three of the night and lead it 78-46. Jazz have taken 18 threes and hit 10. What I say, 35 they're going to take tonight? We might not get there. Joe Ingles is just ridiculous right now. Came well, in, in the last 10 games, he'd hit 46% from three. Well, if they average, they, they hit attempt 35. That's just one more than what they average at 34. Well, then we should get 40. Buddy healed, right elbow pull up jumper is good. He's special. Really nice player. Really a nice player. He worked well with Anthony Davis. Oh, wait, never mind. Seventy-eight fifty-one. General manager again. Well, there's just such a terrible trade. I mean, this trade is not even an airplane Cousins. either. No. Joe Ingles finds Royce O'Neal. He breaks at the 45, gets tripped up, falls to the ground, and they call an offensive foul on Royce O'Neal. The effort you have to put out to get an offensive foul in this league, that's impressive by Royce. Jazz by 27. They've got to make sure they just kind of hang in here. We've got games we're watching throughout the league tonight. Driving, Bagley, sees Gobert, tries it again. His hook shot is good this time. 78-53, Marvin Bagley. Seven points, nine rebounds, but just three of ten shooting. Donovan finds Rudy. Jazz from the most handoffs of anyone in the NBA, and Donovan comes off one right here for a pull-up. Mid-range jumper, no good, and Rudy fouls. Jazz still run, Ron, despite our accelerated pace of play this year. The Jazz now up to 14th in the league in pace of play. The Jazz still run the most picks and handoffs combined in the NBA. That's because Rudy's always the outlet person. I mean, when you get caught, Rudy's at the top of the key. Bagley, push shot, too hard off the handle. And he's 3 of 11, wondering whether Rudy Gobert will shrink before the night is over. Crowder, quickly, 3 early in the shot clock, no good. Rebound to Bagley. 78-53 78-53 Utah. Yogi Farrell originally was signed by Dallas on a 10-day contract on an ESPN game against Portland. He dropped 20 and a quarter. Pull-up jumper left side, no good. Rebound grabbed by Crowder. Chess ahead to Ingles on the far sideline. Rudy sprints the floor first. Trying to get the post. Bielitsa just absolutely face-guarding Rudy. So now we're going to get back into the offense. Donovan, chess it for a back pick to Crowder. Three, no good. Rebound comes out to Ingles. Just doesn't step into him. And, and back to Donovan, catch and shoot three. Perfect. Donovan Mitchell, since January 1st, is over 50% on catch and shoot threes. 
That's an incredible number. Well, the last five, he's over 50% for the, for the most part. 14 for yeah, 28. He's, he's not missing much right now. Before the game started. Bagley angled right. He likes to face up and then go to work. He's running hook. Blocked by Gobert. Bagley goes down like a deck chair. Gobert sprints the floor. Cross-court angles. Right side three. No good. Rebound Rudy. Power dribble. Kick out to O'Neal. Right side three. No good. 81-53, Jazz toying with the Kings right now. Rudy fourth in the league in block shots. Buddy Heal, beautiful crossover, beats Donovan, lays it up and in timeout, Quinn Snyder. Wow, Buddy Heal. Utah 81, Sacramento 55, 642 left on the Jazz Radio Network. Back to the hottest. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. Ingles on the far side. Ingles cross-court pass to Allen. Ball fakes a three. Takes one dribble to his left. Fires and hit again! Oh! He's levitating going back the other way! He's got that red circle that E-Gamers have! Oh! Grayson Allen! Five for five and 13 points! Grayson at the top, guarded by Bunyanovic. Grayson, a little high with a dribble, trying to work off Udo. Looks tired, actually. Puts up a high floater and in. Grayson Allen is 8 for 8 with 19 points. Grayson Allen is your WCF Insurance player spotlight. He still has 19. He's still 8 of 8. Here's Rudy. Left-hand drive at Bagley. Puts up a 3-foot hook shot. Scores it and fouled. Marvin Bagley the third is a nice player. This is unfair. Like, in, in the court of law, you could go to the Supreme, some of the constitutional amendments and claim that this is not allowed. Well, because get... Rudy Gobert against this rookie is just an absolute mismatch right now. So, and he's playing out of position, don't you yes. think? Yeah. Donovan with his eighth assist there, and Gobert makes the free throw. Rudy's got 17 points, eight rebounds tonight. Couple that, add on four block shots and a steal. Jazz defensive rating tonight's an 84. This is a whitewash. 84-55. Heald takes a dribble, fires the three, hits it. Buddy Heald's putting up his numbers here in the second half. Then guys like David James can do talk shows about how guards are scoring too much against us when they're down 30. Oh, wait, that's David James right over there listening to me say that. Here's Rudy Gobert, hands it off, tried to get to Allen, can't. Donovan pops out left side, they miscommunicate, it goes out of bounds. Donovan hops over two security guards and now soars his way back onto the court. 84-58 as catch DJ and PK at 6 a.m. starting Monday morning. We'll give them the weekend off on our flagship station, 1280 The Zone. Bunyanovic, nice player, now coming off the bench since they acquired Harrison Barnes. Goes inside to Barnes, kicks to the corner. Bielitsa for the corner three, no good. Rebound tapped and Gobert has it. Rudy's got 17 points and nine rebounds, a rebound short of another double-double. Rudy at the left elbow. Flips it up to Donovan, now sets the pick. Donovan works the left-hand dribble. Cross-court pass to Cephalosha. Allen comes to get it. Grayson ball fakes, comes off a Gobert pick, drives the lane, pumps it. Nowhere to go with it. Tries to slide by Bagley, travel. When you're eight for eight, you might as well travel instead of missing a shot, right? That's exactly right. He gets in there and there was no place for him to go. Jazz 84, Sacramento 58. If you're just tuning in, the Jazz opened on a 13-0 run. Largest lead in the first quarter was 16 to 1. They led 35 to 20 by the end of the quarter. Sacramento didn't get their first field goal to the 628 mark of the first quarter. 
Then in the Jazz took a 70 to 44 lead as Grayson Allen had 19 points in the first half. Well, he said injuries have befallen both teams in this game as Bagley tries to drive on Gobert, can't finish. Off foul on the rebound, it's going to be called on Rudy. If I was a Kings fan tonight, I would actually love what I'm seeing out of a Marvin Bagley, if that makes sense, Ron. Like, this is a total mismatch, and he can't handle Rudy Gobert, but he's showing the athleticism and parts of his game that say that one day he'll be able to, or at least he can do something. I'd like to see what he does. Can he handle the basketball? I mean, where is he strong at? What part of his game is I supposed to be strong? I think you know, if you go back to Jeff Watkinson's scouting report today, you know, he talked about him straightening up, driving. We've seen that aspect of his game a few times today. That's probably his strength. He's a decent trail three guy. We don't really let him get it. He's made 31% of his threes. He's not much of a passer off the bounce. I think that will be the item that t- determines whether he becomes how good he becomes. Allen between the circles at the top. Guarded by Bojanovic. Now Epe Udo with the pick. Gobert picked up his fourth foul a moment ago. Allen working the dribble. Curls it back out to O'Neal. Top to Mitchell. Donovan off Udo's pick. One of the best pick setters for the Jazz. Fires the three. Hits. Bagley came out hard on Donovan. His high archer went up and in. 87-59. 12 threes for the Jazz. A lot of those jumpers, David, just does not look like it's going to get there. Well, that one didn't look like he could get there because he got knocked over. Twelve threes already for the Jazz. Twelve of twenty-four. It's a pretty good shooting night. Yeah. Jazz have become, with their recent hot streak, the ninth best three-point shooting team in the league, and their effective field goal percentage, largely because of Rudy's dunks, is up to fifth in the league. Bagley, left side mid-range jumper, no good. Bielitsa climbing the back of Cephalosha, can't tip it in. Tabo rebounds. 87-59 Utah. Donovan on the far side. The kid from New York City in his second year. Donovan comes off the Udo pick. Chest it left side to O'Neal. Firing the three. Hits. And Donovan Mitchell's got his ninth assist. Royce O'Neal's got his first three. The Jazz with their 13th of the night. And they're up by 30. Get the abacuses out. Step back by Body Healed is good. And a foul on the rebound that never happened is on the Jazz, so he'll get a chance for a three-point play. It's on Cephalosha. Royce must have... They called it on Royce, not on Tabo. So Bagley will go to the line. Marvin Bagley and DeAndre Ayton, one and two in the draft, played on the same team in Arizona. I'm guessing they won a lot. 89-62. Donovan playing the point with Allen in the game as well with O'Neal, Cephalosha, and Udo. Rolling the baskets, Udo. Donovan finds him, bounces out to Cephalosha. Right corner three, no good. And the rebound comes down to Heal. Jazz 89, Sacramento 62. Here's Buddy Heal, their leading scorer on the season. And tonight he's got 17. He steps into a three. It rattles out. Udo with a nice rebound. Epe bounces ahead to O'Neal. The neon yellow shoes. He prances to the front court. Chested to Donovan. Catches with the left hand. Brings him to the shooting pocket. Fires the three. No good. Udo's rebound. Tap out to O'Neal. Royce outside the three-point line to Tabo. Tabo sees Donovan to the corner. Head bobs, drives, gets his shot blocked. Rebound comes down to Sacramento. Harrison Barnes in the front court. Barnes originally drafted by the Warriors. Transition three is good. Barnes is three. 
89-65, the lead down to 24. Jazz fans might remember the Harrison Barnes pick. That's when Mark Jackson pulled the all-time tank, so the Jazz couldn't get the pick. By the way, the Jazz would not have gotten Harrison. They would not have gotten Harrison Barnes. Donovan into the post. Ball fakes once, twice, steps through and scores. Donovan Mitchell suddenly got 16 points and nine assists, and the Jazz lead at 91-65. 240 left here in the third. Big games around the NBA. We'll check on them when we come back on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz hammering the Sacramento Kings 61 to excuse me, 91 to 65. 240 left. Let's go back to Ron Boone, thing he was concerned about or watching to start the game. He's wishing he never said he was concerned. Points in the paint, Ron. You were yeah. worried about Sacramento. What is points in the paint right now in this game? Just the points anywhere in, in the paint, David. But I know. the Jazz. What are the points <laughs> in the paint? What are they right Jazz now? Jazz 40, Sacramento 24. 20. So you 20. were dead on, as yeah. you said. Like, hey, this is my concern. We you said want, if you could keep you them You wanted in, to know the points in the paint and what they were right now. Yes. I don't really like that stat, but I was working with you, Ron. Okay. I think it's but, a silly stat because well, it mixes the most efficient and the least efficient shot well, in it, the NBA into one. But it, I was playing it, it, along, all right? It was something that they had done very well against the Jazz. 172 points in the paint in three ball games. I think it's something you have to be concerned with. Yes. And Last check, by the way. Sacramento tonight at the rim. Seven of 16 shooting. Driving to the basket, missing, and a foul on the rebound for Bagley. Jazz go Bears out there. This is incredible tonight. In the paint, okay, so going with Ron Boone's in the paint stat, which hurts me a little deep inside. I just want to just be perfectly clear. Sacramento is 7 of 16 at the rim and 7 of 20 on short mid-range shots, according to cleaning the glass. Sacramento's taken 34 mid-range shots in total. We've taken 20. And, and the reason for that, David, the Jazz have forced him to play in the half court. Now, the reason they add those 172 points in the paint of for Sacramento have gotten better is the fact that they will get him in transition. So that was my concern. Yes. The Jazz have taken away the transition, making them play in the half court. Quinn's comments this morning was to blow the half court game up eliminate the pass break. And points. even more so, when Sacramento's been in transition, they haven't been able to score, which is the really interesting aspect of this blowout. 91-67. George Niang, left side three is perfect. I mean, he just moves that minivan from third to drive and just subtly puts it up and in. He should have never said that. 94-67. George said one day, I'm a minivan, not a Tesla. And now we won't let it go. Bagley inside. Gets Niang in the air. Ball fakes George and powers through him and scores. And Marvin Bagley suddenly looks like a force with 27 on the bench. I don't think they're going to give him the points, are they? Um, they have to give him one or the other, I think. Right? They'll give him the free throws, I think. I mean, they're talking about it now. I just don't think that he uh, had it in. Yeah, no, no basket. Yeah. All right, free throws instead. What is our look-in situation, Mr. Adrian Leiser? Back in the studio. Denver and Portland, the big one has barely tipped. All right, let's play our nightly game. Who can lose more in the Eastern Conference playoff race? Tonight, the 10th place Charlotte Hornets, desperate for wins, played Toronto. They won! An Eastern Conference playoff team won. Orlando in eighth place in the West, seventh, eighth place in the Western Conference going to the night at 39 and 40, playing host to Atlanta. They won another win by an Eastern Conference playoff team. Completely incredible. 
Miami playing the hapless Minnesota Timberwolves who gave up on the season months ago. Desperate for a win in the playoffs and they lost because they're an Eastern Conference playoff team. Detroit, desperate for a win, goes to Oklahoma City and they lost. That's a big night for Eastern Conference teams. Two of them actually won tonight. We'll set what they are right now in a second for their under 500 battle for playoff positioning. George Niang, left angle, drives in late, kicks to Joe. Joe's open, takes a dribble to his right. Now steps out of bounds. All right, so I'm doing this on behalf of the Sacramento Kings, who are way better than any of the teams we're about to mention. Detroit is now 39 and 39 and in the sixth place in the Eastern Conference. Orlando, with their big win today, solidifies their playoff positioning at 40 and 40. Brooklyn and Miami now both are below 500. Brooklyn's at 39 and 40, and Miami is at 38 and 40. 94 67 here. Bagley down low. Bagley dunks. Marvin Bagley looking a lot better all of a sudden because the Rudy jazz artist John Coltrane, Rudy Gobert, is not in the game. Grayson Allen comes off a curl, stops at the free throw line, fires and hits. And Grayson Allen is now 9 for 9 shooting tonight with 21 points. Yeah, that angle is just the opposite of what Carl Korver Yes. Bogdanovich misses. Rebound Ingles. Udo in the middle of the floor. Bounces to the Cephalosha. Barnes kicks it. One of the better stories I know in the NBA is about Harrison Barnes, Ron. Harrison Barnes is playing for the Golden State Warriors. Marcus Thompson, a longtime beat writer out there. It's from Oakland. Same way Johnny Bryant's from Oakland. Yes. Same way Dame Lillard's from Oakland. Guys from Oakland talk about Oakland with a little Grayson driving right side to the lane. Gets knocked to the ground, loses the ball out of bounds. So guys from Oakland talk about Oakland like it's something It's a little tougher. You got to be a little special to get out of there. You got to have a little something. Yeah, you've heard them talk about Oakland Avenue. Right. So, so Harrison Barnes says to Marcus Thompson, I want you to take me to where you're from and show me what Oakland's all about. I've heard you talk about this before. I want to know. A technical foul has been assessed to the Jazz, to Quinn Snyder, sticking up for Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen. Jazz are up a palindrome, 96-69, until Farrell makes that free throw. So here's Harrison Barnes as an NBA player. Actually, I want to see your hometown. I want to see where you grew up. So Marcus actually did a whole story about taking Harrison Barnes to Oakland and showing it to him. But it tells you a little bit about a guy who grew up in Ames, Iowa. His parents were, I believe, both employees at Iowa State. Uh, and uh, Harrison Barnes wanted to learn a little bit about Oakland. Bagley inside traffic, puts up a shot, blocked there by Udo, gets it back, puts up a bunch of steps, misses the next layup, and Udo clears. 21 seconds left in the quarter. Niang will throw it back to Ingles, and the Jazz will take the final shot of this third quarter before we play the obligation of a fourth quarter. Ingles at the top, guarded by Barnes. They force him to the left. He willingly goes to Udo. He's at the free throw line, puts it on the deck. Four seconds left, hook shot, no. Rebound Barnes, and the half will come to an end. Or excuse me, the quarter will come to an end, and the Jazz lead it by 26. Cruising to their 12th win in their last 13 games, the Utah Jazz in total control, 96 to 70 on the Jazz Radio Network. The 
open the broadcast tonight talking about transition defense and how the Jazz had to deal with a team that gets in transition more than anyone in the NBA. And the Sacramento Kings have three fast break points. They are also playing without De'Aaron Fox here in the second half, and the Jazz lead at 96-70. to 70. Did I say before the game I was concerned about this game? Yeah, you did, but I, I wasn't going to bring that. it back up. Yeah. But you didn't oh. know that Grayson Allen was going to go 9 for 9 for 21 points. Gobert hands it off to Ingles. Comes back off the Ingles pick, left to right. Puts up the left-hand push shot. Rolls off the rim to the near side. And Corey Brewer with his traditional headband comes to the front court wearing the purple uniform of the Kings. Bojanovic, who was such an important part of their season earlier, seems almost a shadow of that player now. Gives it out to the right elbow, and they're going to the bench. That's Caleb Swanigan. Swanigan, an incredible life story. Hands it off to Bojanovic. Swanigan went to Purdue, was drafted by Portland, was homeless in Salt Lake City, Utah at one point in his life. Really? And why was he here? Uh, I'd have to go back and remember that story as Niang throws a bad pass that Allen tries to save, but he does right to the Kings. Yogi Farrell leaves it over, and here comes a slam dunk. As the Kings have emptied the bench, we might get to see Alec Burks at some point. And that, I believe, was Williams who put that down. Troy Williams, originally out of Indiana also. Grayson, ball fakes, lobs it inside to Gobert. Couldn't handle the pass, got hit in the throat. Rudy has not come back the other way, and Allen commits a foul to stop the fast break. 96-74. Ron Boone, I have a question for you. Okay, David. They say the best way to evaluate teams is differential, offensive efficiency minus defensive efficiency. I want to see if you believe this. So it, th- that statistic says that the number one team this year is the Milwaukee Bucks. Does that, you buy that? Um, yes, I buy that. Okay, it says the number two team is the Golden State Warriors. You buy I'd it? I buy that as well. It says the number three team is the Toronto Raptors. You buying that? I'll go along with that. It says the number four team as Williams misses. Long rebound saved by Brewer, but right to Gobert. It says that the number four team in the NBA is the Utah Jazz. You buying that? Joe Ingles, three is good. Since he made that three, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the numbers, and I'm a numbers guy, tell you that this team, as Swanigan just buried Donovan Mitchell on a pick, and Donovan is checking to make sure that everything is still attached. Royce O'Neal will check in for George Niang. Gobert, by the way, just got another double-double. Number 64. It says the number five team in the league is the Houston Rockets. I got to tell you what. I'm giving the Rockets the edge over the Jazz the way they've been playing recently. Feels like they've clicked back into last year's team. Well, it, being healthy, you can understand. Gobert, that. top of the another key, Jay, nicks the iron and falls short. They didn't do a campaign on his jump shot, just on his defensive play. It's a record scratch otherwise. Here comes Donovan stealing it from Farrell. Picked up by Ingles. He gets knocked out of bounds by Brewer. Does a pirouette spin. Practicing for the Nutcracker next year. and Goes out of bounds. 99-74. Jazz up by 25. 9.45 left in the fourth quarter. Ingles swirls it to Gobert. Rudy holding. Here comes a horseshoe route for Grayson Allen. He takes a long two and misses. Grayson Allen is human. He is 9 of 10 tonight now with 21 points. Corey Brewer drives, steps through, misses. Gobert with a rebound that bounces off the head of Brewer and gets it back. Grayson to the left side. 
Jazz space perfectly. Rudy runs down the middle. Grayson penetrates. Stops. Swirls it back out to Donovan. It's amazing how well the Jazz space run. Sitting where we sit, you can see it so beautifully every play. Donovan. Cross-court pass to Joe. Joe will take a contested three with four on the clock and hit nothing but a little bit of glass. Here come the Kings the other way. You don't see too many bad possessions, I, I think, with the Jazz when they're moving the ball. Jazz will have Alm Allen reach and steal. Here comes Grayson. Open court. One guy back. They try to grab Grayson from behind. He flies in his foul first. Grayson won a slam dunk contest when in high school, so he was getting ready to go do the same thing here. See, there's an example of, of not concentrating and setting up your man. Royce O'Neal probably would have got a layup out of this. I think he'd been fouled first. Well, he was going a little bit too fast oh, okay. in order to make it happen. Oh, you mean if he could have gotten rid of that by at just, half court? Just slow down a little bit. You know, you already had the defender behind you. Joe Ingles, 17 points, four rebounds, and seven assists right on pretty close to his averages over the last five games. Donovan drives, zero steps in the lane, floats and scores. Donovan has 18. I was talking to Donovan today, Ron. He told me that the Phoenix game was the first time he's ever had a big line and had no idea. He's like, I never actually, that night, he goes, I didn't realize that I never looked at my box score. I got it when I got down. They all get a box score when they get to their locker as Rudy yeah. on a beautiful paint switch picks it up. Rudy brings down the dribble, bounces to Cephalosha, cross court to O'Neal, back to Allen. Now they're perfectly spaced. Grayson drives the right side, gets cut off, flares it up top to O'Neal, over to Donovan. Donovan drives on Farrell, who's off balance, puts a high arcer up, no good. Off the glass, and here comes Farrell the other way, and O'Neal with a hard foul. Excuse me, that's Frank Mason. They've cleared the bench. But he said that, you know, and then I joked with him, I said, you know, there's players in this league who sit there and have a coach that is assigned to sit next to them during timeouts to show them box scores. He's like, yeah, I know, I'm not gonna be that guy. That's, you know, that's great. Banyanovic so, so many puts it off the window in it. So many players watch their stats, watch the number of shots. I played with a guy that was from the University of Utah years ago, Bill the Hill McGill. Yeah would come out of the ball game, and he knew what his field goal percentage was when he sat down. This is the honest to God truth. He didn't need the assistant coach to he stand there with the statue? He did not need the assistant coach to tell him anything. <laughs> you know, he knew what his field goal percentage was when he sat down when he comes out of the ball game. 101, 76, 751 left. It's story time on the Jazz Broadcasting Network. Utah in complete control, 7.51 left. Let's keep an eye on Denver and Portland. We definitely need Denver to try to win this one tonight. Let's see what's going on. Rebound tapped out by Barton, and the Nuggets are on the move here. Barton gets down the lane, leans in, left-handed layup is up in there. Barton, they giving the rip a little chirp there on an and one, didn't get it. Six-point lead now for Portland, 18-12. to 12. Portland leads early in Denver. Terry Stotts Club's been amazing. Tabo in the lane, puts up a little shot. He got knocked to the ground, a foul. Caleb Schwanigan is a foul machine. 
All right, Clippers are going to work tonight with the Jazz leading 101-76. Let's get a check-in on the Lakers and the Clippers tonight. Caruso rumbling down the lane, putting it up with the right hand and gets a very friendly roll. Caruso, don't let the balding fool you. He is an athletic player. He had a huge putback last night. 21-17, Clippers by four. Shea from the wing to the lane to the rim with the right hand. No, Williams has the rebound for the Lakers. Gets it right sideline to Caruso. He puts it left sideline to Caldwell Pope. Catch and throw, catch and shoot three, no. Brian Seaman on the call there, talking about your boy Caruso. He fooled you, and he did the putback dunk here. It's a surprise, and then he had another one what last night, two nights ago. Clippers lead that 24-22. Portland leading in Denver. That's not good. 102-76. Jazz lead it here with 7.28 left in the fourth. Caleb Schwanigan hands it off to Bogdanovich. Back to Caleb Schwanigan. Driving the basket. Layup good. Donovan, and Rudy gets called for a foul setting the pick. That'll be Rudy's fifth foul. All right, I got, we got an economist listening into the broadcast tonight. We probably should start doing the math on this game. 102-78, 24 points. There's probably only about 20 possessions left in this game. Jazz only have to score about three more times, I think, to win this game. A miss by Farrell and Mason, and Schwanigan puts it back up and in. Then I'll give you pizza. But until then, I'm going to remind you the Ford Fan Zone ticket is available for the last and final Jazz home game. Receive unlimited hot dog, popcorn, nachos, and peanuts starting as low as $33 per ticket. Call 325-2999 to buy a Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket. Donovan misses. Williams' right side three is an air ball, and Gobert snares his 12th rebound. 102 to 80, 20. Two-point lead for the Jazz with 6.30 left. Donovan comes to get it from Rudy. They go under. Donovan fires and misses. A rare catch-and-shoot miss, but he was so unused to not used to people going under, I don't think he knew what to do. Here's Banyanovic high pick and roll with Schwanigan. Banyanovic drives, high archer, up and in, and they are scoring on the Jazz. The Jazz are not going to be the best defensive team in the NBA this year solely because of minutes like this. Well, they, the fourth start- quarter the other night against Charlotte or wherever it was maybe the thing to catch them. Back cut for Donovan. Quick layup. Got it in a foul. Rudy Gobert's first assist of the night. Donovan has 20. Well, that's what happened. When you get up, as many points as the Jazz are up, they start to give up easy buckets. Well, I mean, you know, tr- just truly, if you just do the math for a second, if we're going to play a 100-possession game, we only have an eighth of the game left. There's about 13 possessions, 14 possessions left on each side. We're up by 22. Like, it's almost impossible at this point to lose this game. So maybe you don't make the extra effort quite defensively right now. Donovan completes the three-point play. Rudy checks out of the game. Epe Udo, who's been very good in his 13 minutes with eight rebounds tonight, checks in. Tony Bradley, Tyler Cavanaugh, Naz, Mitro Long have not played yet. Jazz by 23. Mason, who played at Kansas, was the Big 12 Player of the Year, College Player of the Year, throws it away. There's a period last year where Frank Mason was their best point guard. De'Aaron Fox was struggling so badly that Mason, the rookie out of Kansas, was actually playing better. Now, Fox should win Most Improved Player of the NBA this year. Cephalosha bounces the top to Donovan. Donovan with 48 wins as a second-year player. Driving to the window, fouled. He'll get two free throws. 
All right, I'll do it. The day after every Jazz win, home or away, Little Caesars is giving you a free pizza. Order one custom Rao multi-topping pizza through Little Caesars app, and you'll receive a free, large, extra, most bestest pepperoni pizza using promo code JAZZWIN. Valid all Utah. Little Caesars locations, mobile orders only. Free throw for Donovan's good as he racks up his 22nd point of the night. Lakers on Sunday, Denver on Tuesday. Denver may be solidified into that second spot by then. And the Clippers on Wednesday. Clippers don't lose a game between now and then. That game gets interesting. Donovan's got six in the quarter. Swanigan tries a pass that gets knocked out. 5.18 to play here. Jazz lead it 107-82. to They led early... 13 to nothing, then 16 to 1. Donovan checks out. Grayson Allen checks back in. Grayson Allen has 21 points tonight on 9 of 10 shooting. Jazz led by 15 at the end of 1. They led 70 to 44 at the half. Allen had 19. Then they led 96 to 70 at the end of 3. Joe Ingles checks out. 28 minutes tonight. Tonight's Utah Jazz game has been proudly presented by the sponsor of the night, Western Governors University. Change your life. For the better, with a degree from Western Governors University, WGU is online and credit surprisingly affordable. Thank you, Western Governors University, for your continued partnership and support. Banyanovic trying to get inside, and he's able to score it. Caleb Schwanigan took a new approach when Udo went to try to block the shot, which was to simply shove him out of the way. And they call a foul on Royce O'Neal. That was crazy. There's no way for the official to actually have seen that. I don't know if you saw it, Rod, but Udo went up and Banyanovic... Er, Caleb Schwanigan just wrapped his arm around the midsection of Udo and just pulled him out of the way so he couldn't alter the shot. Well, he's six foot nine. He got him listed at 250 pounds. Looks a little heavier than that. Well, maybe that when they gave him that uniform, he might have been 250, but he's not anymore. 107-85. Grayson Allen runs off a peel with Niang. Gets a nice pick from Udo. Right side drive to the window. A high archer off the window and in. You know what's interesting about this game is George Niang and Buddy Heald in college used to have incredible big Monday matchups on ESPN. That's going to be a foul drive. Yogi Ferrell drives and scores. And that is the fifth foul on Royce O'Neal. So Buddy Heald was the college... Darling in at Oklahoma. And George Niang was the all, second all-time leading scorer at Iowa State, and they had some massive battles. And really became great friends. Iowa State at one point was 11th in the country. Oklahoma was third when they played on a big Monday matchup. Grayson Allen, left side. Drives to the window. Packed, and he missed. Grayson Allen... Went to dunk and missed. Williams throws it away. Oh, there's some Twitter fools who are going to have fun with that one. Grayson's second miss of the night is a wide-open hammer dunk. Slam dunk Jackman in college, right? He's going to have some fun there. and missed it. Niang dribbles it off the foot of Bunyanovic out of bounds. In the biggest battle between Heald and Niang, Heald had 39, and Niang had 31 in a big time, in 
maybe their most famous game they ever played against each other. And have stayed good friends since. Here's Yogi Ferrell, three, rattles deep in the cup, bounces a second time, pops to Niang. George, eight points, three rebounds, three assists. Driving, lobbing, Udo couldn't get up for it, and he's fouled on the way back down there. Ron, this is a team loaded with great teammates. Does George Niang win best teammate? He's an awesome teammate, sure. But what about All Udo? of them. What Udo? Udo? Well, I mean, Udo's pretty close. As yeah. Quinn Snyder said on the coaches show, all of us wish we were Epe. Free throw is good by Epe. Epe just wins. When you got Michelle Obama directly tweeting you, you win. Like, it's over. Right? I mean, I had Daryl Morey tweeting at me this week, which is the NBA stat nerd geek kind of cool factor, but that's not Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. 110-88. We'll tell you that story if you don't know it when we come back on the Jazz Radio Network. to 88, 3.50 left in the fourth quarter. Jazz in complete control and have been all night. A game I think had a lot of people worried, including head coach Quinn Snyder. If you went to shoot-around today, he was, yes. <laughs> he was pretty dialed in at shoot-around today. Very concerned. I think he got his message across to the guys. They blew this team out early. Sacramento on the back end of a back-to-back. We have cleared the benches. The next time you'll see lineups like this in Utah will be this July at Summer League here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Uh, I'll give them to you in a second. 110 to 88. Frank Mason to the top for Sacramento. Or the California Classic. Sacramento now is a summer league. Schwanigan bumping and backing on Udo. Hooks it up and in. So the story on Epe Udo and Michelle Obama is that Epe does the book club, which I think many people know now. Really incredibly cool thing. As Grayson Allen is having his best night of his career. Gets to the right elbow. Drops it down low to Mr. Book Club, who lays it up and in. He cleanly turns the page and lays it up and in. Oh, sorry, that was bad. Um, so Udo was tweeted out, what should we do for our next book? I think they just finished Malcolm X's autobiography. And he put out, we could do the, I think it's the Crawdad book that's out there. He had another one in Becoming, Michelle Obama's book. So he, a- he asked everyone what they thought was the best thing. And Michelle Obama tweets to Epe Udo, I vote for Becoming. Now that is pretty cool. Epe has since been in contact with her people. And I know they're hoping, because they're reading Becoming right now, to maybe have some sort of, you know, who knows what. But uh, if you didn't ever see Epe with Gail Miller, that was really awesome when he did Gail Miller. Gail Miller is just one of the great human beings you'll ever be around. My, my favorite answer, Epe asked Gail Miller in that interview as Mason makes the free throws. It's 112 to 92 now. Epe asked Gail Miller in that interview, so how did you go from like housewife to like wife of business icon to leading person in the community? And do you know what her answer was, Ron? What? Therapy. <laughs> I would imagine it was. And I mean, she if you, said, if you, if you know the path. She, she said, I, my, our daughter was struggling at the time, so we went to go see a therapist for our daughter. At the end of the session, the therapist said to me, I'm welcome to see your daughter, but I'd suggest that you, maybe I see you instead. And then she got into, as Grayson Allen scores again, really Gail shared how literally 
that phrase like to find your voice, they literally did exercises for her to find her voice, where she, instead of always using deferential language, would actually speak like, well, I believe this, not some have said, like incredible things. And now this woman is, as we saw during the whole Russell Westbrook, the leader of our community, as much as, you know, obviously there's some people in the church and the government who are, but Gail Miller is, to me, is the top of the pinnacle of our community now, and it's a remarkable story, and Epe brought it all out of her. Tyler Cavanaugh, right side three is good. First three is a jazz man. And Kavanaugh's third field goal of the season. 117-96, Schwanigan working on Tony Bradley and a foul on Bradley. Ron, you really like the work that Tony Bradley does with Vince LaGarza. What is it that you I, I like really about it? Because it, the, the footwork that Vince is, is teaching him, I, I think, is very, very necessary. You, you forget about how young he is, uh, but he's really working on footwork and certain shots, I think. And, and little baby hook shots off the footwork, little hook shots going across the lane, um, and, and then the reverse pivot with Stop a jump shot. Stop your story. Involved. We have a chance for Chick-fil-A. The drama. First free throw, no good. Schwanigan's right foot in front of his left. Crowd going crazy. High arcing free throw, no good. Chicken! 117 to 96. Free is good, right? Free is good, t-shirts and chicken, baby. T-shirts, let me rephrase that. T-shirts that don't fit and chicken you'll never get to. They're great. Let's go check in on the Blazers and the Nuggets to save me for myself. Lehman has it up the left side. He's at the free throw line. Stops, throws left side over to Simmons. He goes baseline. Floaters on the way. That one's no good. Rebound down to Zach Collins. Put it back up. Missed that. Rebound tapped and saved by Paul Millsap. Outlet pass over to Jamal Murray. Cross court over to Beasley. And a three. Yes! Denver ties the basketball game up at 31 points apiece. Timeout. Terry stops. Go Denver. Terry Stotts calls the timeout. Here's Naz Long, right-hand dribble with Bradley. Wraps around to Tony. Bradley layup good for Tony. And Caleb Swanigan either hurt his wrist or got hit. He did. He got a knee right. Oh, that hurts every person that watched it, even the females. That one was bad. Oh. Oh. There, huh? Oh, like, like sometimes they're more serious than your voice going up. You end up yeah. like, with yeah, that one's like... Yep. Yeah, that one, Naz Long just got him with a knee. What did you say? No, this one, like, I'm actually nervous that this one could have, like, long-term ramifications. (laughs) He's going to the locker room. Yeah. Timeout, 106 left. We'll keep it here, 119 to 98. Jazz have just run off their 12th win in 13 games, Ron. We... We got to this point of the season, you and I sat there with the schedule on the plane numerous times this year, and we're like, all right, well, we can get out of December near 500, and there just aren't a lot of losses left on the schedule, and these guys have impressively done exactly that. The Jazz this year against non-500 teams, which sounds so boring, right? Oh, I just want to be, like, the Jazz are 19 and 22 against above 500 teams. But that means that the Jazz are, after tonight, 30-8 and eight against teams that are below 500. And this is what bothers me with some of the national talk shows that just don't know what the Jazz had to go through the first half of the season. The first thing they said, well, they're not playing anybody. Are you kidding me? 
<laughs> you, Stephen A. Smith got your coat, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh. My season just got made. That's my. How many years we worked together? Nine years. Yeah. That's my favorite <laughs> moment in nine years. There might have been others. You're right, We're Ron. not playing anybody. Great, but earlier in the year when we were playing everyone, you sure everyone. wanted to criticize us. 119 to 98. Maybe someone's going to realize we got the best defensive player in the world and that the best defensive player is as important as the best offensive player in the world. And we got the best head coach in the league. Like, it's not actually close, people. Mike Budenholzer's really good. He's the only one that's close. But Milwaukee and Utah are doing analytical things that no one else in the league are doing, and they're having five to six point advantages every night because of it. Naz Long, left side, Kavanaugh. Hey, how about another three? No, thank you, it says the rim. Rebounds tapped out and comes out to Mason. 119 to 98, Jazz. Mason will pull and transition and be short, and Bradley will rebound. You know, the other thing on Tony Bradley, Ron, to that conversation is he was a point guard for a long time who grew very late. So it's not only he came to the NBA after one year, he really never figured out how to play in his body. Well. Grayson Allen having his best game of his career, drives and gets called for an offensive foul. Doesn't like the call, takes a deep namaste breath. And work on your left hand, young man. That's number six for you. Grayson Allen fouls out. Sacramento and Phoenix are not at point. Oh, that's five for Grayson. Is it five are heading to six? And that'll end us at 119 to 98 is the final tonight. Well, it'll be interesting to see if Grayson Allen can do this against Denver or the Clippers before the season's over. But if nothing else, maybe the Jazz have found just a little spark plug off the bench in the playoffs if necessary. I'm not sure that Phoenix and Sacramento, Ron, are a sample size that lets me feel as though I want to go with that, but maybe. Austin Horton is with George Niang on the broadcast. George, the depth was definitely on display. Of late, it has been, especially tonight. How proud of you are you are you of the bench and uh, your own play tonight? Uh, I think the guys are doing a great job of just staying ready whenever their number's called, uh, just getting out there and do what they do and, and what they can do. I think Grayson showed that tonight, and he's been remarkable with every opportunity that he's been given, so it's great to see. That was a key in shoot-around this morning is when you get the opportunity, seize it. Grayson's certainly been doing that. He looks ready. Yeah. No, he's, he looked like a seasoned vet tonight, getting out there, making the right reads, doing the right things, and it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was great to see, and I'm so happy for him because the kid works relentlessly at it. You get up big in games like this, is it a good opportunity to work on the minutia, the smaller things ahead of the playoffs? Yeah, I, I think you want to uh, break it down to the, to the smaller things when, uh, when you get into games like this, you know, try to be perfect and everything because we're going to have to be perfect when it comes to playoff time. Thank you, George. Yeah, no David, that's George Nick. Back to you. And by the way, that interruption there was Buddy Heald coming over to say hi to George. The two have become such good friends in their college days battling each other. Uh, took a moment together. He said one thing about Grayson Allen. Is it making the right reads? Did you see that? I probably wasn't paying that close attention. It was offensively, a offensively, I, th I think he, he has made those, those, those right reads. And that's one of the reasons. Spacing has a lot to do with what the Jazz get. You notice his shots were spacing. I mean, yep. there was no one there. Well, I think early in the year, Grayson's read was to score for himself. Exactly. Yeah. So the fact that Grayson might have done some other things is probably what his teammates are noticing. Get out of that college mentality and realize that there's five guys in spacing. And, and, and you can probably talk to me about this and Britton and Jake join us now. 
is when you are used to playing 36 minutes a night and you start to play six, I assume that you think the only way you're playing 16 is by scoring eight points in that six minutes. And let me add to that. When you're the number one op option, the first option, then you situation you're not the number one option. Now, making those adjustments, making the right reads, and learning how to play second or third, you know, that type of thing. And I, I can have testimonies as far as that is concerned, you know, but it's, it's sometimes it's awfully tough to do with guys because now you got to play in, in this team concept. And sometimes it's awfully difficult to make that adjustment when you're not getting the minutes early in your career. Rudy getting a big round of applause. Britton and Jake joining us now. Um, Actually, I'm going to tell a personal story about a fun part of our broadcast tonight. We actually had someone in the booth with us, and Jake and Britton, I'm going to tell you, a scare this is a scary story. Oh, boy. So our trainer, Eric Waters, is just a great dude. Uh, wife, Beth, is an economist. You actually may have seen her if you're a CNET watcher or whatever. Not CNET, but a C-SPAN watcher, and because um, that's a really regular occurrence. Um, somebody watches that, right? C-SPAN? Okay. But you can see Beth every now and then on television. She's a, she's a big-time economist. You want her on? It's up to her whether she's going to come on. But she met Eric and had never been an NBA fan. So she learned the NBA by listening to Ron and I call <laughs> games. I think she might have a very demented view of what this league is. <laughs> so she sat in with us tonight because considering the fact that we taught her how the game worked. So she got to see how the uh, how the sausage was yeah, made. Yeah, I think That's she's good. underwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> she One came up, her first thing was like, isn't there more? I was like, no. No, this is it. This is it. Just You're the looking two of us standing here, Mark, <laughs> holding down the fort with a bunch of buttons over there. But, and one thing that she has learned, and she's witnessed the fact that since she's married uh, Eric, that she's been to Iowa. Have you ever been to Iowa, Britain? Um, Iowa, God. Do you that, realize how much you have to love someone to go to I Iowa? I have not. I have not been to Iowa. <laughs> no? Is this I, heaven? I feel like I've this been in Iowa. the most states to, to bounce that ball, but Iowa's not one of them. I don't know that Beth said, is this heaven when she went to Iowa? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking maybe not. Oh, man. It's like, honey, do we have to come back here? Yeah. <laughs> His parents are nice, though. That was the quote. That, that was funny. the comment about Iowa. His parents are nice, though. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's all right. Get her in trouble when she They're not home. listening. Oh, I said they're nice. <laughs> they're great, right? Yeah, there you go. Okay. So anyway. Well, hey, nice. David, I guarantee you she knows what a corner three is. <laughs> she does. She probably knows the value of certain shots. There you go. Oh, yeah. David's probably sick of me because I keep telling him about all these uh, conversations on ESPN that they're having. That Did you hear Ron a minute ago? Oh, <laughs> I was walking up from out uh, down the arena. No. <laughs> what I miss? Oh, maybe I'll just leave it out. Okay. Oh. Adrian can tell you during the break for those who didn't hear it. Sometimes, Ron? You, sometimes you holler and scream at the at the television when you're listening to it, you know, and and you're at home so you can say what you want. <laughs> and Ron started to say it on the air and stopped. <laughs> Someone got Ron. Somebody on ESPN got Ron's goat talking about us not having played anybody this, yeah, to beat anybody. Schedule. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, the soft schedule is true, but it didn't hold anyone back from criticizing us when we weren't very good earlier right. this year. Right. Exactly. Right. Well, you know what? There's the interesting one is that I I'll just leave this for everyone. I, I don't know what to do about this. Is everybody in the analytic community will tell you like margin of victory matters. Mm -hmm. How much you beat blowing people out matters. Tells you you're really good. 
and we are just crushing bad teams right now. I mean, that should tell you something. Them. Then that should tell you something yes. when you're when these national. I just don't get the national guys. I just it, it's mind boggling. I don't remember if it was the same way with Stockton and Malone as far as getting credit, Ron yeah. and David. But what, I don't get what it is about the Jazz that they don't get their due credit, and, and they're going to talk about how soft the schedule is, but won't at all bring up how bad the Jazz are crushing teams. Let me make a point that I was thinking about the other day, and David, maybe you can pull this up here real fast because. The, the, the Jazz right now on the road is 21 and 18. Is that right? That, Over 500 on yep. the road. And if I remember correctly, the Jazz did not have a winning record on the road until Jeff Hornacek joined the team. And, and, and this is just my thoughts the other day and just, just trying to figure out how good this Jazz team really is. Because so when you can win on the road, you can have a very good road record then that says a lot, meaning you're staying in basketball games and giving yourself a chance to win. And how great were those teams with John Stockton and Carl Malone? Mm-hmm. True enough, he had a great home record. I remember one year, what was it, 16 and five, 20, 36 and 5 or something like that. But the road record of, the, of some of those great teams the Jazz had were not that good. So hmm. uh, I don't have that, and I don't know where to find it immediately. Um, the Jazz have made a stylistic change. From Jerry Sloan coach team to a Dennis Lindsay Quinn Snyder team. That is why the Jazz win more on the road now and maybe less at home. Hmm. And the answer is we don't foul. Hmm. We hear that a lot. And the data shows that if you don't foul, you have a better chance to win on the road. And the Jazz have made a conscious effort to not foul. The Spurs don't foul. They're great road teams. So by not fouling, you're a better road team. Interesting. Because the data shows that officiating has a tendency to favor the home team. And so when you go on the road, if you're not relying on whistles, then you have a better chance to win. The problem, I guess, in turn, is Jerry Sloan's teams were always unbelievable at home. And Jerry would be upset. If How you do you play a whole game and not get a foul? How do you play? play you only tux- had two fouls. You played you in a touch- tuxedo. You t- you <laughs> you Are you around. kidding me? <laughs> oh, Can you imagine your coach telling you you played this whole game and you ha- didn't have one foul? You scared <laughs> to touch anyone? <laughs> you know? Just lolling and gagging around playing the whole game in a tuxedo tonight. Yeah, there you go. It's a great line right there. <laughs> you say it all the time. So it's a systematically, there's a, I think there's a reason why Quinn's teams are much better on the road than we've ever been as a franchise. And that was a considerable weakness. That we were also 37-4 and four at home many of those years, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so that's pretty good. You know, there's something, a human element here, where 19,911 people booing you every time you blow the whistle against a team <laughs> makes you become reluctant to blow a whistle. And that's what happens. All right. All right, boys. Let's talk to you guys. Right, gentlemen. We'll talk to you in L.A. on Sunday. How about we do Sunday. this three more times and then do it a week from tomorrow or a week from Sunday. I, hey, the playoffs are going to be a blast. There's no doubt about it. Can we get Denver to win tonight, please? Right. Let's see. Uh, give me a second. I'll give you a quick update on that Denver's game. Denver's up 52-48 with a minute nine left in the first half. And Damian Lillard hasn't scored. How about that? What? Yeah, the Lillard, uh, that's what Adrian's telling us, is scoreless thus far. He oh is scoreless. Gosh. Are you kidding? He's only taken four shots. Is he hurt? Are they doubling him every time he touches the ball? They must be. Denver's going to be a two. They're, you almost wonder if Denver's trying. Denver, this is an interesting thing. I don't think Portland's going to be the three seed. 
But if they were to lose, if Denver were to lose both games, they could make Denver could make Portland the four three seed right here if they lost both games on purpose. Now, if they're not, Denver's not careful and they lose both games, they become they Houston can catch them, so they're not going to want to do that. But if Portland turns out to be three, Denver's going to be two. They could meet in the second round of the playoffs. So Denver, these two teams are playing this little dance with each other here, where they're playing twice in a span of forty eight hours, and either sampling offenses and defenses or not wanting to reveal offenses and defenses to see what happens. I would guess sampling. Wow. So as a head coach, you're thinking, well, you got to be, who do right? I want to play? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And we could get to the final night of the season. The Jazz and the Clippers could be playing each other with the choice of the loser goes and plays Portland and the winner plays Houston or vice versa. Like it could be, and I don't think there's any question. And I mean, and this is frankly become a ridiculous conversation because of how great Terry Stotts and the Portland Trailblazers have been. But we all want to play Portland instead of Houston. We might want to actually stick that in our pipe and smoke it and move it somewhere else because they're 9-1 and one in their last 10 games or yeah. some, you know, something yeah. of that sort. So, red hot. Um, maybe we should stop this disrespect to Portland and give them credit for the fact that they're playing as well as anyone also. Well, we'll keep the folks updated on the on the drive home on that one. There's no doubt about it. A lot of interesting games tonight in the NBA. But uh, you boys travel safe. We'll talk to you on Sunday. See ya. All right, the uh, Jazz, <laughs> excuse me, smashed the Kings tonight, one nineteen to ninety eight. Britton and I will break it down. Starting next on Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Zone Radio Network.